Hi friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of God Girl in a Mic. Today it is just me, um, but my hope is that anybody listening in can resonate in their own way with things that are talked about on this podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the episode. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of God Girl in a Mic. Um, today I am solo again, um, and I've been really just enjoying like doing some solo podcasts because this podcast is still an outlet for me to kind of express myself and just, you know, go through the process of thinking things through. Um, and I appreciate those who listen because, you know, I really do believe that having conversations is a vital part of you know, growing in relationships with ourselves, with others, and with God. Um, So I want to make a quick disclaimer before we get into this podcast. Um, This podcast is, this podcast episode is a little heavier than the episodes that I do um, normally. And obviously, you know, um, (laughs) I have some great topics, but this one has been um, on my heart. I've felt um, kind of led to share. Um, I'm definitely okay with not being vulnerable in this area, but I think God is definitely challenging me to share my whole story. And by whole story, I mean just every part um, that people need to hear. If you're around little kids, like please make sure this is not really a podcast episode for little ears um i will say i mean if you've talked to them about um certain more mature topics um you know i guess it's up to you if you want them to hear this but i would say (laughs) maybe maybe listen first and then you know but i would say listen first by yourself um without kids around Okay, so we are going to be talking about porn and masturbation today. Um, this is scary for me because I never thought I would be talking about this topic on here. I never thought I would be sharing my experience and it kind of sounds surreal even as I'm talking. Like I, I feel like I'm, it's not really me, it's just like somebody else, but um yeah I just I feel led to share um and I think that this is going to be good this is going to be um freeing for whoever is listening to this so that's my hope for this podcast um okay yeah so let me first start off by saying it um I struggled with porn and with masturbation for a very long time. Um, my, I think my thought is like, I'm a woman um, and there wasn't any real like, um, like I didn't really get any information on sex um, from my my parents or like they didn't like explain to me really um you know 
what sex was about or what it was. I kind of learned from like school and like other kids they would tell me like stuff and you know we would you know talk about it at school and um yeah so growing up I would say my view of sex was always kind of skewed um and it was not like a clear view I kind of just learned things and I just took them as truths um from anything from like um you know how men were supposed to see your body, you know, the way you were supposed to dress, you know, you're supposed to be overly sexualized, um, to like what sex actually was. And then to, um, you know, like the confines of like, when, when can you have sex and, and when should you, or should you not have sex? So all of those things were kind of just like skewed and, um, my, knowledge on the topics were were very limited um I don't remember when I started like (laughs) I don't remember when I started um getting interested in like watching porn or um masturbating but I do know a lot of times they go hand in hand I remember I was pretty young um I would place myself maybe like early middle school age um and it it just kind of at first it was kind of just interesting um I wanted to see kind of like what everybody was talking about I I didn't really have like I didn't have any experiences with sex and like you know everything I was hearing was from he said she said from like at school and stuff so um you know, I, I was interested in that. So I don't even remember how I f- came across like my first porn site, but um, I definitely like researched it. And the internet is a vast, has a vast library of sites and things. I will tell you that, um, you know, it's, it's accessible um, very quickly and very easily. Um, so yeah that was kind of my first intro to it and um i will say like in middle school it was also like reading like sex scenes in 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 mature adult books you know or watching tv shows where they had like some sex scenes on there or like brief nudity and things like that and I was always like hmm like I wonder what that's about so I would say that's how it kind of got started um and then it kind of just grew into um (laughs) it kind of just grew into you know I was doing it all the time like I was watching it all the time I was um you know looking at looking at things and like then I learned about like masturbation and what that was and um yeah so long story short um it's been it was a struggle for me um I will say I didn't know really I think when I was younger like I kind of I knew obviously that what I was doing was wrong um I don't think I felt like any effect other than like oh I shouldn't do this because it's bad and 
honestly, when that's the only answer sometimes, sometimes it makes things more alluring. Um, so, you know, I kind of knew like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't watch this. Um, you know, but it wasn't really like a, there was no like explanation, um, as to why, or as to the damage that it could cause, um, to me as I, you know, grew, grew older. Um, so, you know, I kind of just got over that, like, oh, it's bad. Like I, I kind of started to just ignore that. And yeah, I would say that was a very long, um, era of my life. And I was often, not even often, I was very ashamed of it. Um, it was something that I was not, I would, I never thought that I would ever be sharing this experience or telling anybody about this. I always thought it was going to be something when I realized that like, um, when I, when I got older and I realized more of the ramifications of porn and masturbation, um, I started to get worried because I was like, okay, like I need to grow out of this and I need to stop doing like this. This is bad. Like this is detrimental, um, to like my relationships with like romantic partners. And, um, you know, I, when I started to like understand that I was just like, okay, I just need to stop doing this. You know, I'll just, you know, work on myself and I'll be done with it. I won't ever have to tell anybody about it. Like, you know, it's just going to be something that I, I, I stopped doing and I, you know, God helps me heal from in private. Um, <laughs> I remember, um, one of the earliest encounters I had with, um, just someone being real about pornography and the damages and the causes, um, was at youth night, a youth night that I went to. And I remember just feeling so like seen, but not in a good way. Like I didn't want to be seen, you know, like I definitely feel like I tried to uphold a persona of, oh, Yvette's so good. Like she doesn't like, she's so sweet. She doesn't do anything bad. Like, you know, she's not a troublemaker, blah, blah, blah. Like she's not someone that you have to really um, watch over her shoulder or anything like that. Like I wanted to be someone that was like, you know, people were proud of and like, oh, like that's a like good girl. I was like obsessed with that image because partly because, you know, I wanted, I was a, I'm a people pleaser and learning that about myself, that makes sense. And then the other part was because, you know, in church we're taught that like, you need to be good and you need to do these things. And, you know, these actions, um, uh, it's almost like the actions that you do um, uh, decide whether you're saved or not. You know, it's sometimes I feel like in the church, um, we forget about the salvation that Jesus has given us and the fact that you nothing I can do can take that away because nothing I ever did was... Um, nothing I ever did, like gave it to me, if that makes sense. So Jesus died because he loved me, um, because he saw me as, you know, worth it. And so nothing that I do is ever going to change my salvation. If I confess and believe like, God, I, I believe that, you know, you died for me and you love me, you know, like he's still, I'm still saved. Um, so, you know, 
just just going back to like um <laughs> the the topic of um church hurt um I think this is a topic that I've been having conversations about with people for the past couple of years. I know some of my friends, some people who have been hurt by church um, and have, you know, done the hard work to grow from that. But I will say a part of church hurt is not speaking up about the things that we're dealing with. If church is supposed to be a safe space where we are... Um, being transparent and being authentic with each other, then I think, you know, we need to do that with the hard things too. We need to, um, you know, call each other out, but in a loving way, in a loving way. And then also we need to listen when people are speaking to us. We need to assess people's needs. We need to love them regardless of our, you know, um, regardless of what we think, you know, or our preconceived notions about them. Um, and we also need to learn how to love people without judging people. Um, I think the biggest turnoff a lot, a lot of times at church is like, that I've heard is like, I just felt so judged or, you know, um, they just, I just don't fit in. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm veering off a little bit. So, yeah, so that was the first time I had ever really heard someone speak about pornography or like a battle, um, having that battle and like what that can do to you. And I felt nervous. Um, And that's when I knew like, okay, something needs to change, you know, Um, and it started to become this constant battle within myself. Um, It was like. I wanted to do the things that were right, but I kept falling uh, short of those things. And it reminds me of this scripture. The scripture says, this is ESV, um, Romans seven fifteen. For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Um, and that's Paul um, uh, speaking, and Paul wrote Romans Um, but that scripture is very much how I felt in this like very long season of my life. As soon as I learned, like started to learn more about who God was and, um, you know, how I relate to other people and things like that, I became panicked. I became anxious and worried that number one, like God was not pleased with me. Um, number two, that God did not love me. And number three, that like somebody would find out and I wouldn't be seen as perfect anymore. Um, I'm here to tell you all three of those things are lies. Um, I will say that God loves you. God cares for you. Sometimes we do the things that we hate, um, just as Paul said. And I find that when we focus more on the action and the thing that we're doing, it's harder to stop doing that, if that makes sense. So um, one of the things that I've learned with my relationship with Jesus is like, the more I focus on Jesus, the more 
I become like him um, instead of just looking and saying, okay, you know, this is what Jesus did. I need to do these things. It's more like this is who Jesus is um, and he loves me and focusing on his love for me, um, focusing on the fact that I'm complete in him, focusing on the fact that, um, you know, he is sufficient to fulfill all of my needs. He died for me on that cross. Focusing on those things bring out confidence to start to um, just grow more in him. And you're not even like focused on the things that you're doing anymore. You, you're you just so focused on Jesus that you start to look back and you're just like, um, I'm like growing and I'm, you know, doing things the way Jesus is doing. Anyway, back to the topic. Um, so I will say that after that experience of hearing um, someone speak about it at youth night, I didn't really hear anything else from any of the leaders, like in our church, Not nothing from like the pastors. There were no lessons about pornography, really, uh, masturbation. There was nothing taught really about sex except like don't do it because it's bad and it's for married couples, which is pretty much the same the same thing that everybody gets, you know, Um at least a lot of people that I know who are Christians have had that same experience. Um, so I kind of continued to like um, watch porn. And I, um, even though like I, I didn't want to, I did it anyway. Um, there was no like guidance there. Um, and you know, I'm not going to blame it all in the church and be like, you know, you guys should have been able to read my mind because number one, I did not want anybody to be able to read my mind there. But also like I didn't speak up because I was scared. I was scared of judgment. Um, I was scared that, you know, people would see me in a different light and I was scared that I would be shunned and shamed. So, you know, yeah, I didn't speak up. And actually, um, the reason that I'm talking about this now is because I was actually um, confronted by by someone that I know. And this person um, is very open and honest just about like what they've been through and the things that they experienced and, um, you know, their past situations. And I was like, wow, like I've always envied people like that because I'm just like, how are you so vulnerable with your life? Like, how do you not care what other people think about you? And just like you are exposing the deepest parts of yourself to people that have met you maybe two or three times. And now they know like a part of your story. But anyway, this person was very vocal about like the things that they had been through and, um, just kind of wanting to share their heart and share their story. And you could definitely see it was why they were so passionate about, you know, Jesus. So anyway, um, I had known this person for like maybe a couple months and not really like, we weren't like besties, y'all. Like this person was just kind of like, you know, in my um, group of friends and I was getting to know this person um, you know, on a on a pretty like chill, like very, very platonic level. Um, and this person came to me and they were like, you know, 
well, I'm sorry, they didn't come to me, but they, they texted me. So they hit me up and they were like, hey, you know, how are you doing? You know, just a normal conversation. Hey, I'm good. Like, how are you? Um, and they were like, so I had a dream. And you guys, as soon as they said that, my heart started to pound a little bit because I think I knew what was coming. They said to me, I had a dream last night and you were in my dream. And I said, oh, really? Like, tell me more about it. And at that moment, I had like this just inkling that they were going to be telling me about like porn and masturbation. And they said, yeah, you were in my dream. Um, there was a book on the coffee table. It was like a Playboy book and you picked up the book and you were reading the book. Everybody else walked away from the table, but you were like sitting at the table reading the book. And I was the only other one, you know, like at that table. And I said, wow. Um, and I broke down crying like immediately after that text. Like I didn't know what to say. I was so, I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed. I felt scared. Um, but also like I felt free in that moment. And I'll tell you the reason I felt free was because I had been praying that this was something that God helped me to you know, overcome and, and to work through and deal with. Um, but I didn't know like how to go about it. I didn't know what to do. Um, and so it was something that I, I think I even told God, like, I prefer not to like, you know, I don't want to tell anybody like, like what happened. I could never do this. Um, and I believe like God spoke to this person because they knew that like, this was something that was holding me back for a very, very, very long time. Um, it's something that would not allow me to propel forward and something that made me feel like I was not totally free. Um, I will say that person, that text and them like listening to God and hitting me up changed my life tremendously. And, um, you know, this is not like something super dramatic, but just having yourself like seen and 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 it wasn't even like I had this dream but like the fact that this person had struggled too and was so open about sharing their story um that really hit home for me because it number one showed me that this porn and masturbation does not have to have a stronghold over you it doesn't have to consume you and make you feel inadequate um, God loves you and God, Jesus is bigger than porn. Jesus is bigger than masturbation. Um, and you know, those struggles. So the fact that like God sent me, you know, that lifeline and through that, I felt like God, um, what's the word? Like, I, I felt like Peter when Peter was walking on water and, when God like reached out to him, when he like started to fall underwater, I felt like God was grabbing me by the hand. He was like, I got you, you know, that's how that moment felt. Um, and I remember I was also in a relationship that, that during that time, 
Um, and so, yeah, I was, this was totally like off my radar. It was something that I was still kind of struggling with, but like, it wasn't so frequent. It was more like every couple months it would like kind of stir up and then, you know, I'd be back on it a little bit, but then I would fall off and not really think about it. Um, but I knew it wasn't something that I had totally like been able to cut out of my life, which was annoying to me. I just wanted to be like over this chapter of my life. So that text, getting that text and, and, um, reading those words was very like, it changed my life. You guys, um, I just felt so seen by Jesus and I was just like, you know what, like, he really does love me. Like he really hears the things that I'm going through and he understands like the things that, um, you know, I'm battling. Um, and it really just gave me confidence. And I asked my friend, I was like, you know, how did you get so comfortable just sharing your story? And I remember they were like, you know, my life is, I, 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 my life is something along the lines of like my life is is not for myself um which is something that i've you know um definitely believed in wholeheartedly for a while now but um yeah so i remember the rest of that day i kind of cried and i was thanking god um it was just like a it was like a good cry like a like i'm i feel like i'm finally free um because one of the things that was holding me back was the fact that I would have to actually admit to people that this was something that was going on. And I feel like for me as a woman, it's definitely hard because you don't see representation of women who are dealing with or who have dealt with pornography, dealt with masturbation in the past, um, who are Christians who talk about it. Um, and like admit to, to these things. And I think it's, it's definitely happening more now, but I know, like, I feel like in the traditional church, it's not something that's really talked about among women. Um, I feel like men, if anything, are the ones to talk about it, um, when they're bold and, you know, um, I think that's great, but I think there needs to be a platform for women to share their stories and to be honest with each other, like, hey, I'm struggling, you know, with this and um, for for no judgment to be there. Um, so, yeah, so I mentioned I was in a relationship during this time. Immediately, I texted my boyfriend and I was like, I have to tell you something. Um, this was my first relationship where like the guy that I was dating I was like I actually really enjoyed like his company not that's not even shade how am I trying to say this like this was somebody that I trusted fully like I felt like I could fully be myself with um and in the past I had never shared like deep dark secrets like this with my past exes so um I texted him and I was like, I, I need to tell you something. And so we met and we talked and he told me, he listened and he was like, okay. And um, he told me, he said, you know, something said to me 
that you were going to tell me about this. So it's just interesting. Like for me, like hearing that, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, first of all, that's like accountability um, from Jesus to like actually do what I said I was going to do. My thought process for telling him this was because like, number one, we're in a relationship. Number two, I want to be open and honest as we've tried to, you know, keep that that area, this area open and honest um, with each other. And, you know, like, I don't want you to have a false representation of who I am. Um, so, you know, we kind of talked about it. He asked me questions and I talked to him and I just told him as much as I could remember. Um, but I left that conversation feeling so seen, so loved. He gave me a hug and and a kiss and he was like, you know, like, I got you. And that was like the first time I had ever told anyone um and the first time somebody had confronted me so in one day I had two conversations about porn and masturbation um and I didn't die (laughs) like you know I didn't combust or melt um and I was actually really appreciative just of like the support surrounding that because I think a lot of times when we entrust like our deepest darkest secrets with people we can be easily invalidated um in the things that we're feeling the things that we're going through just by a look you know just by an action um so I think it's super important to be sensitive to people when they are talking about these things and ask them like what do you need from me like how can I help you how can I be present here um you know what would help you through this I'm here to support you in every way Um, so, so yeah, I think that was the, that was the highlight of coming out of this. Um, I will say I share these stories because I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression of who I am to think that I like have my life all together. First of all, I honestly feel like my life is a hot mess most of the time, but it's a hot mess and Jesus is in the middle of it. So, you know, however it works out, he's going to get all the glory for it. Um, but I did want to read some statistics that I found online. Um, I'm sorry, by the way, that this podcast is all over the place. Um, I was not really planning on doing this and then I just couldn't sleep last night. And I was like, you know what? I need to share this story. Um, so these are statistics that I found online. Um, it says these studies are done by the Barna Group and Covenant Eyes. The first one is over 40 million Americans are regular visitors to porn sites. The average visit lasts six minutes and 29 seconds. Um, the second one is that 47% of families in the United States reported that pornography is a problem in their home. The third one is pornography use increases the marital infidelity rate by more than 300%. The fourth one is 11 is the average age that a child is first exposed to porn and 94% of children will see porn by the age of 14. I have another one here. It says 56% of American divorces involve one party having an obsessive interest in pornographic sites. 
The next one is 68% of church-going men and over 50% of pastors view porn on a regular basis. Of young Christian adults, 18 to 24 years old, 76% actively search for porn. One I found about women was 33% of women aged 25 and under search for porn at least once per month. Here's another one. It says, only 13% of self-identified Christian women say they've never watched porn. 87% of Christian women have watched porn. 87%. Um, And I think the reason that I'm sharing my story is because... I know there are a lot of us who go through similar experiences, whether it's porn and masturbation to, you know, um, something else that I'm talking about here. I just want to be very real with you guys. Um, This is 87% of Christian women who watch or have watched porn, you know, so when I don't want to be like, we're all in this together, (laughs) but there's a lot more of us than we are letting on. And I think as a, a, a community of women, and especially Christian women, we need to stop worrying about what other people are thinking about us, what other people are going to say. I know that society teaches us, oh, like from, you know, from very, a very long time ago, women need to be you know, seen and not heard. And, you know, we've been um, disrespected in in the media and, um, you know, sexualized, over-sexualized. And, um, you know, we haven't really had a safe space. And I would say even in the Christian community, it's even harder. You know, we have to fight even harder because there are the society pressures and the society worldview put onto us. But then also... Um, it's like the Christian aspect, the church puts on you that like, you need to look perfect. You need to sound perfect. You know, you need to do perfect things, blah, blah, blah. Um, and there's really no way to express like, I'm struggling. I'm a human. I go through hard things and I need answers to these hard questions. So, um, yeah, I, Definitely want to encourage anyone who's maybe going through this or who has been through this, who feels like they can't relate to anybody else, because maybe it seems like the people around you, the women around you are so perfect and they would never do anything like that. And oh, my gosh, that's so unheard of. Um, I've definitely felt that way. And I still very much feel that way around the women that I'm around. Um, And I love them. Like, that's not something I'm not even saying that in a like condescending way. I love the women that I'm around. Uh, I have great relationships with them, but I think that says more so about uh, my insecurities and the things that have held me back as like, you know, I look at them and I'm just like, they would never deal with this and they would never get it. But we need to start speaking up and being real with each other. Honestly, I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm just tired of like fake relationships, you know, um, like how much is it going to take us to be real and be upfront with ourselves to say like, you know, this is who I am. These are the things I've been through. This is my experience. And, um, you know, just sharing that with the world because there are other people who need to learn and and have questions and and want to get to that next level in their life too. Um, I want to say that I'm not perfect. 
Um, I never strive to like put that out there. So yeah, guys, I want to pray really quickly. Um, just for anybody who maybe has questions is just, you know, afraid to speak out about this. Um, so I'm just going to pray really quickly at the end of this episode. Father God, I just thank you for your love and the fact that it overcomes um, and has overcome all all sin, Lord. I thank you that you are good despite our circumstances and that you love us regardless of the things that we do. Um, thank you for creating us and giving us just love and continuing to show us what it what true love really is i just pray for anybody who's going through struggling with porn or with masturbation god um struggling with who can they talk to how to overcome it and and you know how to maybe even share their story i just thank you for the confidence that you have given them um and that you will continue to instill the um, reassurance that you are there every step of the way, the love overflowing, God. I thank you that you are always in their corner, always rooting for them. Um, and I thank you that they know that the God of the universe, the God who created the universe, created them. So there is nothing that is too big for you to handle. Um, I thank you for just surrounding them with community i just pray for the friends and the mentors and um you know the uh just the community around them to be encouraging to be a safe space where they can share god um and i thank you for this podcast as um we process as the people who are listening and as me, as um, I'm processing the things that I'm going through. I just thank you for um, allowing me to continue to do this, Lord. Um, and I pray that anybody listening under the sound of my voice knows that, um, you know, it definitely is not something that you have to be ashamed of anymore. Um, this is something that Jesus has died for on the cross. He took it to the cross just like he um, took, you know, everything else under the sun to the cross. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So guys, I also wanted to mention um, why I'm sharing this story. I mean, obviously I'm sharing this story because, you know, there are other people out there who are struggling with this or who are feel ashamed or whatever and you know don't really feel like the the church as an institution is supporting them um but i also wanted to talk about this because it affects our relationships um you wouldn't think that it does but it definitely does um i will say that for me i'm not even going to speak from a, a point of view from anyone else but for me um, I realized that as I was watching porn, I definitely was over-sexualizing um, romantic relationships and over-sexualizing men, which is 
<laughs> definitely I feel like not talked about but um I started to see like the guys that I was dating as more as like props than like actual people and it also started to cloud my judgment of who I was um you know I felt like I needed to dress a certain way to look a certain way to talk a certain way you know to get a guy's attention and um it definitely messed with my head like for a very long time I felt so insecure and I could not live up to like you know all these beautiful women because I was just, you know, me. So I definitely felt the need to change who I was, not be authentic and and change who I was to kind of conform into like this sexualized like version of Yvette. And that's not who I am, you know. So um, I also wanted to mention that because I think that's important. Um, And I think that's one of the main reasons I'm sharing this is because like, for me porn and masturbation definitely clouded like my identity like it didn't it didn't do anything but confuse me um and make me think that I had to look a certain way dress a certain way buy certain things and you know um be this type of person um for guys to like me for men to like me and I think that's part of the reason that I struggled in relationships situationships talking to guys you know like I think that's part of the reason but yeah guys thank you so much for listening um this was a harder episode to share and you know I think it was hard but it was necessary um and I really appreciate those of you who are listening um You know, if there's someone listening who is like, you know, I don't know where to go from here. I don't know what to do with this information. DM me. We can talk about it. You know, I'm I'm always willing to talk to people um, about the things that I talk about on my podcast. You can DM me at God Girl and a Mic podcast. Um, But yeah, guys, remember that we are all navigating relationships. Um. And there's no perfect way to do that, but there is a perfect Jesus. And he is going to help you get through these things because I am telling you, you cannot do it on your own. Um, He's going to place that community around you to love you and to that you can lean on. All right, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of God, Girl, and a Mic podcast. I am your host, Yvette, as always, guys, and I always enjoy having these conversations. Don't forget to share it with someone because that's how we all grow. You know what I'm saying? Also, don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at God, Girl, and a Mic podcast, or you can follow me on my personal page. My name's Yvette. Also, I want to point out, um, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, make sure to stream all of those episodes too. We have so many and so many more to come. I will see you guys next time. Bye.
friends, welcome back to another episode of God Girl on the Mic. Today, I have a friend with me who is <sighs> just interesting. Interesting, an interesting friend. <laughs> but today, we are going to be talking about trusting Jesus um, and just how our trust um, in Jesus can be. That's not how I want to do it. Sorry, I'm going to redo it. I started talking. Are you... You're going to cut this. All right. Good. Hold on. No, I'm going to just do the... I'm going to just... Okay. Wait, upstairs, do you need something? Yeah, that's cool. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead, go ahead. No, it's cool. I'm going to redo it. All right. Three, two... 